0: Welcome to the 10-Minute Life Coaching Program. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance for those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this podcast is one of the tools I use to complete that mission, and it's a very simple tool. It works just like this. I will provide for you in 10 minutes' time a lesson that you can take away right now, right after listening to the lesson, and apply to your life. And improve whatever is going on for you professionally or personally, whichever way it's going, uh, this thing will give you something that you can use for your life right now. And if it's something that sounds so familiar that it's something you're actually doing right now that you've tried and tried and doesn't seem to be working, this is your reinforcement that what you had going on, what you have going on, what you're doing is a great idea and a great plan even if it hadn't quite ticked off just yet. And we can maybe help you out with that. Go to the website 10minutelifecoach.com and see how we can connect so that maybe I can help you tweak it so you get a little more boost to whatever it is you're trying to do. And today's episode is a boost to myself and kind of a kick in the pants to myself on getting things right for the new year and ongoing. Before the year, I I was in one of the groups I have joined for podcasting and someone reached out to me to possibly sit in on one of the podcasts, do an interview segment and asked me because of, of the personal development things I do, asked me if I also do personal finance type coaching. And my answer was specifically, as long as the coaching is, don't look at my checkbook, and do exactly what I didn't do, and you'll be fine. Uh, and so myself and the podcaster had a laugh on that one for a little bit. But in actuality, money is not my strong suit. Money is not a good thing I or not a thing I'm good at handling. Uh, I have issues asking for money specifically, but I also have issues in the just management of money. When I get stuck in creative process, uh, little bits of money taken here or there towards the process don't add up until all of a sudden... The project's over and I see the full bill and I've seen exactly how much it's cost me to get to where I am. So often I'll sign up for a program or sign up for some sort of process initiative or maybe for a tool that eventually I forget about because it was cool when I saw it. And then I forget about it and bam, I have to contend with the real financial officer in the company, which is my wife asking me why we're being charged for something that I've stopped using months ago. So I'm being more focused on, specifically for both personal and professional finances in this year to make sure that I have more of my business stuff on the up and up and all taken care of. And I'm doing that very early this year and right now in January as opposed to sometime around June, July when the summer hits and I realize, oh, I've got to get ready for taxes and stuff. So part of that plan is looking into my finances, going back a full year and seeing what exactly I was spending last year to make sure it doesn't creep up me again and looking forward to see what exactly I know I need to spend on upcoming. Now, I'm not going to give you very much in the way of financial advice other than the very basics. Number one is know what you're spending. Know what it is it costs you to live your life as it is right now. And and why this is number one for me is you may find out that your number two, which is know how much you're making, uh, doesn't match what you're spending, and it may not really matter because of what's going on. You may see there's a crisis going on, and that's the big issue that you can't f- fix with uh, just cutting back on cable and cutting back on eating out. Know how much money it costs you to actually live, not how much you live high in the hog. But what it costs you to actually live, your medical bills, your uh, expenses for getting back and forth to work, your expenses for child care, things like that. Not so much date nights and pizza nights and movie nights, but how much does it cost to pay the bills and then be scot-free at the end of the month. Your second thing is know how much money you have coming in. And that sometimes is a little difficult, especially if you have one of these side gigs like this thing is that brings in some money sometimes and not enough other times. I'm not going to say I've been the grandest example of entrepreneurship, but I do have projects that do generate a little bit of actual money coming in, generate some revenue, whether that actually is enough to go, you know, a vacation in the Bahamas in, not even close. But some of these things do make a little bit of some money in here and there, spurts back and forth. So it takes a lot of time to manage the accounts for when things are coming in. So we have to count for things not coming in. But the really big issue is accounting for, The paychecks, and this past year has been an interesting one and a difficult one, uh, all wrapped in one dealing with the fact that my wife has not been working for a good chunk of the year. She was dealing with her her cancer, which she had to deal with. That was something that was there. From there, we had to figure out what it took for us to pay to live, which included a lot of hospital bills, medical bills, and she did have insurance to cover her uh, disability for the time, so she was able to take off time and us not lose our entire savings in the process but we did have to plan out some things and go really 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 lean on some stuff to the um, non-like of my daughter of course but we got to do a couple things to get through the year to make sure everything was fine and we got things paid and had a roof to put over our heads and food in our bellies not exactly the best food but it was what it was and we literally put a new roof on the house so that was a whole other thing in itself So knowing what it costs to be you, knowing what you take in to make sure you can be you, and then reconciling between the two, finding out how much money is left over, and then you go from there. Now, this is beyond what most people tell you as your actual plan of action. You should see how much money you make, you should set aside a certain amount of money regardless, and then you live on what's left over, period. Which is why I don't top myself as a bearer of great financial advice, because the basics didn't quite work for us until we tweaked it. But this is what works for my family. We see how much money we need to live on for whatever period of time. We see how much money we expect to bring in for the next period of time, and we reconcile the two. If we expect a shortfall because the business is in a slow period, then we adjust for that as it goes. Now, on top of that, You need to adjust for what you're saving for yourself, what you're investing in as maybe your your work for 1K, and what you're giving away as a charity. And these monies, although separate things, need to be thought of kind of in a big ball of what's coming out of your check before you start paying off the bills. So you should always try to put away 10% away for savings. If you can do more, that's great. But 10% goes into some savings that you don't touch unless it's a rainy day or you're saving for something specific, like a brand new appliance or something like that. You also set aside 10% for something charitable. Now, the re- reason why the number is 10 is because, you know, you know I go to church. It's a biblical thing. Tides are 10%. So we think of it that way. So we often give tithes. To be honest, around 15% of our giving between our church and other charities we give to. So we give a little more on our tithes issues. But you should always think about giving away a little bit to someone who can use it. You don't have to be religious to tithe. You don't have to be religious to give money away. Just think 10% of what you're bringing in should come out in some sort of charitable giving. And, of course, keep an eye on what you're putting in as an actual investment, things that are supposed to go out there and make money for you. These are money that goes into your 401ks, money you buy in your separate stocks at home. These are money that you're putting in there for the express purposes of getting something back. You put in a dollar, you expect to get a dollar and a quarter back at some point in time. Those things you have to keep an eye on. It's one sort of big ball the way I see it, but it really is three separate things to work at. So that's, say, 30% of what you got coming in goes out into those things, 10, 10, and 10. If you can give up more, that's great. If you're young and you don't have a family, you can just give up a lot more, especially if you're not paying a lot for utilities. If you're staying with your parents or have a lot of roommates, things work out there as well. Now, because I must be, uh, must be responsible for what I'm giving, I'm also going to toss out two podcasts for you to listen to to help you get money straight, one specifically to get your money right, and that's what it's called. So go to yourmoneyright.com. And that's the podcast, Get Your Money Right. And you can even join uh, the Money Misfit group there for that one. That's a great one to get into. Another podcast that I enjoy on money and learning how things work is the Stacking Benjamins podcast. And you can see that by going to stackingbenjamins.com and see what they have going on there as well. Both of these podcasts are are entertaining both these podcasts offer up plenty of knowledge for you to take with you and that's why i offer up those two there's plenty of bigger mainstream ones that you can find just go into whatever podcatcher you grab your pods from and search for finances personal finances money whatever and you'll see a zillion of them including many of the big name people those two just in particular are two guys one's actually two guys in the podcast one is one guy And they are entertaining, they are informative, and they don't take themselves so seriously, uh, but they make sure that you know the right things to do. And they can help you get things straight if you hadn't quite figured out your finances yet. So as I say, do as I say, and listen to those guys, don't do necessarily as I do, even though I'm working on doing better in my finances. But finances are a really big thing for personal and professional development because your money, How you manage your money is a great way for people to discount you from going on to bigger and better things. So get your money right as soon as possible or at least get a good plan for that. And you can knock it off the list of things to worry about and worry about the more important things in your life. And thank you so much for being a part of the podcast again today. I am very glad to uh, be a part about this and kind of be more open, more authentic, air quotes those authentics, and uh, letting you know what's going on in my head, in my life, in my business, and trying to make sure things work a little better here to make sure that you're doing better on your end. Because sometimes you get to wondering about your gurus, gurus in air quotes as well, and just how much they really uh, believe in the things they say. And I just want to make sure you know that the things I'm telling you, I do believe, even if some of them don't work as well for me as they do for general populace because I've tried them. But pretty much everything that I'm telling you about, I have tried or I have been near someone who has tried it, and I've seen results. So this isn't just straight up made up stuff that I've pulled out of uh, some weird Internet article. This is things that work in real life. And so as I said, repeating real quick, even though we're in a part of my time now, YourMoneyRight.com for the Get Your Money Right podcast and StackingBenjamins.com for the Stacking Benjamins podcast. Those are just two podcasts, like I said, that are really great about keeping you on track of your money. There's plenty of other ones that are done by larger corporations and some done by just regular people. Uh, and there's one that I listen to uh, every so often done by a CPA who gets really busy this time of year. So she puts out stuff on taxes and things like that. Then it slows down because taxes are her jam. So on that. But the part about me selling me now is this is the part where me sell me. This is 10 Minute Life Coach. If you need more information about what we do for the podcast, check out my website, 10MinuteLifeCoach.com. You can also check out Your Better You and the podcast that we have over there, Steps Your Better You, plus the book in the articles there. And as we've been saying, although I think I said the wrong website in past episodes for another initiative we had, we're going to do more things to combine everything into one major, massive Conglomerate of personal and professional development. So, coming soon, hopefully, we'll have an idea on how that will come to. Of course, in last week's episode, we talked about accountability. If you go to last week's episode, which was 136, you can get the accountability sheet, the resources, and accountability sheet where you can use to figure out what resources you need to complete a mission and figure out who's going to keep you accountable for that mission in the process. And if you just want to ask me a question, it's very simple. Go through the website, 10 com or send me an email, info at jclevelandpain.net or jclevelandpain at gmail.com. The Gmail one is spammy, but it, I'm basically looking at it all day long, so sometimes it gets to me quicker there than the other ones if you have any questions any comments any concerns just you know literally let us know and we would love to get a new batch of fresh ratings and reviews on the podcatchers that you love so if it's apple Podcasts, if it's stitcher if it's preaker uh if you're on google play if you're on some other thing we can usually see via our stats where you're coming from let us know if, if we're not there and we'll try to get there and we'd want your feedback to let you know how good or not good we're doing in the meantime I'm going to break away, say thank you. Please, please, please just come back next week and listen to the podcast. If anything, just listen to the podcast because we need to make sure we're seeing you guys. listening And enjoy the information and learn something from the information from the 10-Minute Life Coach.